Welcome back to the podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. How about we watch the news conference together, beloved? How about we watch the Hoover Police Department news conference on Carly Russell together, beloved? How about we do that? Let's see what the mayor has to say. Let's see what the chief has to say. And, uh, beloved, let's come back and have a good conversation about it. Interesting story. The whole thing was kind of like, um, it was a little spooky. It was a little scary. I was like, damn, it sounded like somebody was trying to do a good deed. We're talking about our sister Russell. And then something happened to her. But it looks like, uh, <laughs> it's looking a little hawkish right about now. Ultimately, we're just glad that the sister is okay. Uh, all the manpower, the hundreds of thousands, thousands of dollars that have been spent looking for it and all of that kind of stuff. I mean, it's just money. Uh, the sister is here. It's cool. But uh, let's listen to the press conference and let's have a conversation, right? Let's go. Hoover's fine. Good brother. afternoon for you all coming today. You know, six days ago, our community learned about the disappearance of Carly Russell, and it sent fear and pandemonium not just through our city, but uh, the entire state and the nation as well. Big facts. The media quickly joined us to get the word out about Carly. Our community sprung into action, and they organized search parties, arranged prayer vigils. Facts. And they took other steps that I'm not even aware of to help in this situation. The Hoover Police Department quickly rallied multiple partner agencies, stopping at nothing to find Carly. All right. I'd like to take this time to say thank you first to the Hoover Police Department, our partner agencies, our wonderful community, and to all those that aided in some way in connection with this situation. Yo, beloved, I'm gonna say this, right? Let me stop it there. Um, my wife woke me out of my sleep for this story. Saddened, beloved. I'm talking about my wife woke me up like, yo, it was a sister that was riding in the interstate. She tried to help her infant out, and she she called the police, and now they can't find her. And I was like, what? And then I immediately went into, because there's a saying that saying, there's no good deed go without being punished. Like you're trying to do something nice for somebody, you get screwed. So that turned me into my defense mechanism. Is like, I was like, damn, was they using the, the infant as a prop or the little child as a prop to get somebody out the car to kidnap them? Because so many of our women get caught up in this uh, sex trafficking thing. I went into panic mode almost like, damn, I hate that for that young sister. And then they put her photos up and then there's a real kicker, right? The young lady was nice skinned. You know what I mean? <laughs> the young lady is nice looking. The thing about America is America responds to nice looking people differently than they respond to people that don't look so nice. That is not so attractive. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just I'm keeping it real. They only put resources and manpower and boots on the ground and they looked all over the place. Because the young lady was pretty. 
People go missing all day, every day, unfortunately, and they don't put their ass on television because this is a vain country. They only put this stuff there because she's pretty. If she was not pretty, she would not got no nationwide coverage. No, everybody poured out and with sympathy because she's cute. I ain't trying to be funny. I'm just being real, but I'm gonna let the press conference play. As the days have gone on and more information has been shared, we know everyone has questions. The Hoover Police Department is known for being very methodical and thorough with their investigations. For that reason, we did not feel comfortable speaking in detail publicly until now. It is important that we share this information now so that our community can be put at ease. So at this time, I'll turn the microphone over to Hoover Police Chief Nick Dursus. Hey, come the chief. Hey, Look at that suit, beloved. Thank you everyone for being here today. Besides me, stands the team who played a significant role in this investigation. Chief Nick. I want to thank our department, members of surrounding local <laughs> law enforcement agencies, the FBI, Secret Service. Jesse Mullet 2.0. Who's getting the Jesse Mullet vibes? <laughs> Yo, I'm going to tell you something. The way the chief got to the podium, I'm like, okay, this story is sounding a lot like the Sherry Papini story. Remember the chick from California, Sherry Papini? She's like, <laughs> she faked it. Look, she said, <laughs> she said she was captured, she was missing. They found her like three weeks later in Thanksgiving. <laughs> they gave, they gave that cave woman like, goddamn, what was it? Anywhere between 15. The 36 months in jail behind that shit. <laughs> the way he came to this podium is like, oh, somebody finna go to jail. <laughs> United States Marshals and Aaliyah for their assistance in this case. We said from the evening of July 13th, Don't our focus would be the safe return of Carly Russell. That occurred on Saturday, July 15th, approximately 49 hours after she called 911 and disappeared. From that point, our focus has been to determine Carly's whereabouts during that time and what exactly took place. Let me say up front, this investigation is not over. We're still working this case, and we will work in this case until we uncover every piece of evidence that helps us account for the 49 hours that Carly Russell was missing. How oh, oh, they stopped putting hours up. His, shoot, his suit is pretty sharp. I'm getting Sherry Papini vibes. <laughs> They made, them crackers made Sherry pay back like over a quarter million dollars back for every hour that they searched. He opened up the investigation with, we spent 49 hours on this, or she was 49 hours missing and this and that. Now he gonna go into detail about all the manpower that they spent, because they finna add that shit up. Them, them country motherfuckers down there is tallying that shit up. <laughs> they gonna put that tab on the parents. It's coming, goddamn. However, to the public interest, in some cases, public fear that this story has money. generated. We <laughs> owe it to our citizens to tell them the facts that we have uncovered. So I will give you the facts that we know today. On July 3rd. Yo, I just got to go back to this. The good chief got his suit. This suit game is together. When was the last time Hoover ever got any national news attention? Now they're going to spoil this moment to throw a black woman under the bus. <laughs> God damn it. God damn, Shemig and them can't do nothing right. 
Only thing I know about Hoover is the football team, that high school football team. Everybody looked like they're on steroids. <laughs> they biggest college players got down. And they dominate down in Alabama. Because them boys down in Alabama, man, they be, they play football. Look, they had them kids, they just come right out of Pampers and put them right there on the football field. Shit, they be four years old playing football. Five years, they got the pads on tackle. You know what I'm saying? They be playing shit. We don't do that. They don't do that shit in Michigan. Them boys down south, football. I'm talking about in Texas, Alabama, shit like that. Florida, man, that shit is a religion. <laughs> that shit is a big deal down there. Hoover! By 13th at approximately 8.20 p.m. Hey, Cardi left work from a business at the summit. Surveillance video from her place of employment shows Carly concealed a dark-colored bathrobe, a roll of toilet paper, and other items belonging to the business prior to her departure. Oh, she stole She ordered food from Tzatziki's at the colonnade and traveled there. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, hear what the devil said. The devil said that heifer stole some shit before she left work. God damn. They should have never gave you niggas money. She then traveled to Target on 280, where she purchased some granola bars, and Cheez-Its. From there, she remained in the parking lot at that shopping center until 9.21 p.m. when she drove to I-459. Okay, so let me get this right, Hoover uh, Police Department. Let me get this right. A sister do all this. You can tell what she stole from her job. You can tell when she went to the store and shit she bought. But you can't stop them illegals from coming into the country. Nobody see that. You can't stop these goddamn drugs from flowing like they flow in this country. Nobody can see that. But they're demonstrating to you these folk can see what the fuck they want to see, beloved. They turn a blind eye to what they want to turn a blind eye to. We ain't finna let Carly Blackass off the hook because she is looking a lot like Sherry Papini. And I'm just thinking, hmm. They gave, <laughs> they gave that devil out there like... Where is Sherry Papini good? I'm going to have to get on my Google because that's an old story. This shit like uh, five years old, five, six years old. And I'm going to have to get on the Google and remember because this is what come to mind. You know, uh, that motherfucker in Chicago, that entertainer, that gave that bullshit story about him being captured all up. This motherfucker had a noose. <laughs> this motherfucker had a noose around his neck and shit like that. Say some motherfuckers jumped up from Subway. God damn, it's always our people with this funny style of shit. Goddamn, leave them drugs alone. They should have never gave you niggas money. Carly communicated on her cell phone with individuals known to her while in her path of travel up to the point of calling 911 at 9.34 p.m. And at this time, we will play the 911 call in its entirety. All right, come on with it. Come on with it. They even got the cameras on the freeways, y'all. It's a police state now. They don't see the drugs. They don't see the illegals. When your black ass do something, they see it. <laughs> they, they see when you stole that shit from the job. Interstate 459, Yes. Okay, and were you, hold on, were let me skip past this shit. I already oh, heard it. Hold on. Okay. We're going to skip past this goddamn uh, 911 call. I want to hear that shit. We're going to jump up to about 
1255 mark. Correct. No, no. Um, that's you know, not good. Okay, it's not pretty relaxed, though, during the whole 911 yeah, 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 and um, you know, no, she not see. I can't really see that. Okay. All right. I've got them on the she went missing during that conversation sometime after 9.36 p.m. Traffic camera footage was obtained which depicted this portion of the incident and that footage was analyzed as part of the investigation in conjunction with the 911 call and cell phone data to accurately determine the time frame. Carly's 911 well, call is the only report of a child on the interstate despite numerous vehicles passing through the area at that time. No one has called to report that a child is missing and the Hoover Police Department did not locate any evidence of a small... Uh-oh, he keeps saying, we can't locate this. Nobody's saying this, nobody's saying that. I'm like, hmm, Sherry Papini! <laughs> We're living in 2000, 2016 all over again. <laughs> Justice Smollett! Of a small child. Where? Walking down the interstate. Data from Carly's phone, <laughs> including her Life 360 app, shows that she traveled approximately 600 yards in her vehicle while she was on the phone with 911, stating that she was following a child. 600 yards, that is six football fields straight. 600. So that's that's the way of saying she's just a fucking liar. <laughs> that shit is cap. Ain't no Tyler on the planet got the strength to walk 600 yards. It's not happening. 600 yards. 1,800 feet. Did I get that right? My math may be a little off. <laughs> That's a good little ways. 600 yards. The Hoover 911 Center received a second call from Cardi's mother stating that a relative was on the phone with her when they heard Cardi scream and then they had an open phone line. Hoover police officers Mama arrived on scene within five minutes of being dispatched, and several other officers arrived shortly. They located Cardi's wig and cell phone in the grass near the vehicle. Hold on, hold on. Why you had to do that to the sister? You located her wig. Why, why, why is that necessary for the conference? Now, we ain't got to put every single thing. Why is that necessary? You found the sister bundle out there. <laughs> How do y'all know that was Carly Bundle? <laughs> well these crackers know a lot of shit well when it's time to know something they act like they don't know something <laughs> these folks look they know the sister took cheeses and all that they, she stole some shit from the job they tell you what she bought when she went to the store they found some weave and they did a DNA sample on the weave and say yo she got this from main main beauty supply store and they matched it up and they seen that weave that she had on on the Instagram posters and the Facebook pictures, and they said, look, this belong to Carly. <laughs> Ain't that some shit? But anytime they need to see something, they can't see what they need to see. Is, is y'all catching that? Come on, let me let it go. Come on. Let's keep going. Her purse was located in the front seat of her vehicle with her apple. They uh, found your weed, Carly. The, the food she ordered for Tzatziki's was also in the car. The items she purchased. Somebody tell Jesse Smollett, move out the way. He got some company. <laughs> 
<laughs> Somebody tell Sherry Papini. Move out the way. You got some company. Just from Target, as well as the items taken from her place of employment were not in the vehicle, nor were they located anywhere around the scene. Hoover Police deployed all available assets from the point in the search for Carly. Additional resources were called in to include our own drone unit, crime scene investigators, uh -oh, numerous detectives responded to the scene. Throughout the day Friday, officers from surrounded local and federal agencies assisted Hoover Police in the search for Carly Russell. Officers returned to the scene on 459 to conduct a thorough line search for evidence. K-9 teams from the Jefferson County Sheriff's Department responded to check for any sign of Carly. The child... Hold on, hold on, hold on. God damn it, because that was a listen. Uh, on a real note, shout out to the police department for all coming together, trying to save life, find life. That's dope. All right. I want to salute that. I watched a little bit of an interview, though, with the parents. And I don't know what Buddy was a mom and dad. And I don't know if Buddy is a step pops or whatnot. Body language is an interesting thing. Because 85% of communication, as we all know, that's body language, bro. You know, that's body language, sis. And the mama just got, she got like a political vibe the way she talked. Because she didn't answer nothing like straight out. And you know, the thing about being black all your life is you can tell when your people trying to hide some shit and not say the wrong thing. And she start throwing the word around like investigation and all this. And I'm thinking to myself, damn, this family going to have to get a lawyer. Now, anytime black folks fuck up, you get the usual, the rollout. You get the Sharptons, you get Jesse, you get the dark skinned brother from Florida that was, uh, I can't think of, the Ben Crump guy. You get all these guys, they just come out of the woodwork and they play up a game. But you notice, you ain't seen no civil rights leaders. You seen the girl from New York, Tamika Mallory. She had something to say. She put race into it. Man, y'all spend all this on that to find Becky. And you don't do this to find a sister. Now, I, I think she went back into the black. Because it looks it's looking uh, <laughs> it's looking Jesse Smollettish. It's looking like Sherry Papini. But she didn't stay gone as long as Sherry. Sherry was gone for like two weeks. Goddamn, two, three weeks. She played that thing all the way out. But Sherry had to get, she got to get a piece of that turkey. You know what I'm saying? She came out the woodworks with that hook nose to get a piece of that turkey. <laughs> she said she wanted some cold slaw. She wanted to get some stuffing. You know, Sherry came out of hiding to get some stuffing because, you know, white folk, they don't eat no dressing. Black folk eat dressing. You know, somebody put chicken in the dressing, goddamn ham hock bones in the dressing, shrimp in the dressing, all that. But them folk don't eat that. Sherry came out of hiding to get that stuffing. Well, after she got that stuff and they stuffed her ass in jail and she was in that motherfucker for about what, what they give shit two years? Man, I'm gonna go back and read I'm gonna let this play the child that she claimed to see and anything else that could be considered evidence in this case. Those searches all turned up empty. I know this. If they gave that white woman a fine, she had to pay over a quarter million dollars, man. They want every penny of that shit too. They take that shit out to check. This is the government now. City, state, government, boy, they finna do some garnishing. You can't dodge them <laughs> for the resources that they took. So I'm just thinking, all right, let's look at the at the bright side because there's a silver lining in everything. You know, the police department got some good exercise, good training, good looking, and all that. 
and what we know that bill can't be is that that bill in hoover alabama can't be as big as that bill that they gave sherry in california because we know everything in california costs a lot so i'm thinking shit a couple of days 49 hours of searching that means it should be into the thousands maybe 25 grand 30 grand maybe you know um it may knock some of her debt off if she takes some of that shit back she stole from the job if she uh <laughs> she's a nurse student so uh maybe she gonna have a career where she can make money if this don't fuck her name up she might have to change her name up um but we just on, on the silver lining is they hit cherry for like a quarter of a million maybe three hundred thousand tops we just know the sister ain't gonna get that much but we let it go private citizens including search parties organized by our family friends began looking everywhere that they could to find any trace or another good place throughout the day friday and again on saturday yielding nothing Shit. at 10 44 p.m on july 15th the hoover 911 center receives a call from carly's residence stating that she returned home on foot in subsequent investigations detectives obtained surveillance footage of carly walking down the sidewalk alone prior to arrival at a residence Whoa, 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 wait. She returned back on foot. What happened to that pretty Lexus? Did they tow the pretty Lexus? Did a family member go up there and get that car? What happened to that car? Because the sister, man, Carly riding nice now. She put up in that pretty ass Lexus, goddamn. He, you know, nursing student, 25 years old. They're like, she ain't, her family, they speak well. Like, ain't no, ain't nobody get no financial aid there. Somebody put that money to the table. <laughs> now, talk about. She was conscious and speaking with paramedics when she was transported to UAB. Detectives were able to obtain a brief statement from her prior to being treated and released. During the statement, she told detectives that while traveling down the interstate, she saw a baby walking down the side of the road and called 911. Mm-hmm. She stated when she got out of her vehicle to check on the child, a man came out of the trees and mumbled that he was checking on the baby. At the trees. She claimed that the man then picked her up and she screamed. She stated he then now this was this the part I have a problem with Carly right there. She's supposed to say a white man came out them goddamn trees. Cause ain't that how they do us? Goddamn Becky come out the goddamn grocery store and the first thing Becky say, black man stole my children. Black man tried to rob me. Black man tried to kidnap me. They put race in instantly. I better let's see if, if, if Carly say the devil came out. Carly, you better put that on the Gentile now. <laughs> That's what I hear is like brothers calling people. You better put that on them Edomites, on them Gentiles, on Esau. Let's <laughs> see if Esau came out the tree. He then made her go over a fence. She claims he then forced her into a car. And the next thing she remembers is being in the trailer of an 18-wheeler. She stated that the male was with a female. However, she never saw the female, only hearing her What's the voice. race? It was the race, Carl. She also told detectives she could hear a baby crying. She told detectives the male had orange hair with a big bald spot on the back. She said she was able to escape the 18-wheeler and fled on foot, only to be captured again, and then was put in a car. Carly, I'm telling you what, I'm going to give you some free game. Your black ass better go get a MAGA hat. <laughs> if you ain't got no MAGA hat, you better go get one. You better goddamn put that red ball cap on. You want to make all this shit go away in the great state of Alabama? Shit, you better go get a red hat. <laughs> and your parents better put a red hat on instantly they're, they're back up off your ass ASAP anything other than that in a car you she told claimed she Charlie. was then bond folded but was not tied up 
because the captor said they did not want to leave impressions on her wrists. She said that they took her into a house and made her get undressed. She believes they took pictures of her, but she does not remember them having any physical or sexual contact. She stated the next day she woke up and was fed cheese crackers by the female. She said the woman also played with her hair, but could not. Not more cheese crackers. Didn't she buy some? What did she get from the store? What the hell is going on with these cheese crackers, goddamn? Come on, Carly. I remember anything else. At some point, she was put back in a vehicle she claims was able to escape while it was in the West Hoover area. She told detectives she ran through lots of woods until she came out near her residence. During this interview, detectives noted that Carly had a small injury to her lip and she claimed that her head was hurting. She also had a tear on her shirt. Detectives also noted that she had $107 cash in her right that goddamn devil knows everything, don't it? Out of respect for Carly and her family, detectives did not press for additional information in this interview and made plans to speak with her in detail after giving her time to rest. Detectives continue analyzing data from Carly's cell phone that was left behind at the scene. We enlisted the help of the United States Secret Service in conducting this analysis. Oh, shit. Part of what data included several internet searches in the days leading up to their disappearance that I think are very relevant to this case. Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you something. Okay, so let's get this straight. Because we're going to walk on this one, beloved. Let's get this straight, goddammit. These folks got the sister internet searches. Oh, man. They got... They can see what they want to see, beloved. That's what's so spooky about the home. These folks can see what the hell they want to see. In the days leading up to their disappearance, that I think are very relevant to this case. On July 11th at 7.30 a.m., the term, do you have to pay for an Amber Alert was searched? Wow. On July 13th at 1.03 a.m., the day of her disappearance, the term, how to take money from a register without being caught was searched. <laughs> On July 13th at 2.13 a.m., the day of her disappearance, the term Birmingham bus station was searched. I got a term for y'all. Sherry Papini from California. <laughs> it sounds like Sherry shit all over again. Goddamn, sister, you couldn't get three weeks out the deal? I thought it was sex trafficking. I'm glad we can joke about it. I'm glad that the sister is home. But man, you know, this not looking good right now. And it just shows you, though, beloved, it shows you this. This government know everything about you. This government know everything about you. City, state, federal. They can call from one department to another and see what you've been looking at on your phone. They can see what you, whatever you search, whatever you look at, you got an IP address. If you're looking at porn or you're trying to figure out how to make a bomb or buy a gun or how to steal something, rob something, they, they, know, they know what everybody's looking at. Big Brother is looking at what everybody is looking at. You're buying shit with debit cards. They know your purchase history. They know what you watch on television. They know 
the channels that you have subscriptions to. They know that the apps that you download, they know everything. How much water your household use, how much electricity your household use. They know everything. On July 13th, 2.35 a.m., a search for a one-way bus ticket from Birmingham to Nashville was conducted with a departure date of July 13th. On July 13th, at 12.10 p.m., a search for the movie Taken, a film about a production, oh, was shit. conducted. There were two searches later to Amber Alerts on a computer no, no, called his place of employment, including one regarding the maximum age of an Amber Alert. No there were other searches on Carly's phone that appeared to shed some light on her mindset, but out of respect for her privacy, we will not be releasing the content of those searches at this time. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. You talked about the rest of those searches. What else you been searching? Carly, you ain't been on no Pornhub, have you? <laughs> because they, he didn't told everything else. So what else did he? What else did he say? He, he should have said you should have got down. You should have. He should have told everybody you went online. That that just let everybody know if you're going online to do some funny style shit and you in the deep south, you better put a search on for a MAGA hat because you're gonna be in trouble if you ain't got no MAGA hat down there. <laughs> they should have never gave you niggas money. You ride around in their Lexus and shit. We've asked to interview Carly a second time, but have not been granted that request. As you can see, there are many questions left to be answered, but only Carly can provide those answers. What we can say is that we've been unable to verify most of Carly's initial statement made to investigators, and we have no reason to believe that there is a threat to the public safety related related to this particular case. Thank you very much. Oh. With that, we'll open the floor for some questions. Please raise your hand, and I will come. We ain't finna stay there no goddamn questions. We're gonna leave it there. Man, we watched the press conference together. Sherry Peppini. <laughs> Jesse Spillett got there. These young people is coming up with this. I mean, I'm gonna blame it on fentanyl. Because fentanyl got the young people mind. They taking these pills. The young lady in nursing school, she's stressed, right? Um, she riding around in that Lexus. And she had a weird moment. She had a Sherry Papini moment. She was doing so much research. She researched that crack out there in California. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gotta learn, goddamn. I I wanna see how much they're gonna put on this sister though. Because of course we all know what's coming up next. We know everybody finna play the uh, the mental health card, which is a good card to play. Uh, the mental health card is almost better than, um, you know, playing the race card, right? But I want to give my sister Carly Russell some advice. The best card to play right now is the gender card. You know what I'm saying? And I feel as though because Biden is in office, I think, Carly, you should self-identify as a police officer and you should see that deer you've seen the deer running on the side of the road and you should be able to identify that deer as a young child because if we live in the country today where the men could jump up and say i want you to call me ma'am and identify as a woman you got to respect it and the women can jump up and say you got to call them sir 
you know what i'm saying so since everybody can change in and everything around and we we are by law forced to play in everybody else make-believe world it's not such a bad thing if we had to play in your make-believe world for 49 hours i mean shit you didn't go as long as sherry sherry she, she took the thing like two three weeks <laughs> but that cracker came out of it's something about thanksgiving goddamn she's she played gone she played the disappearing act self-identify change everything around man we got to play in that game let them play in your game for once and shit ain't gonna hurt nothing goddamn it's just, it's just what it is so <laughs> we're gonna leave it right there my sister i'm pretty sure that you guys raised enough money through that gofundme i think they got about 70 bands so if you got that 70 bands i think everything will be all good that it go towards you know because them folks say they ain't giving that money back <laughs> so they had to go towards whatever you got to pay when they come down and lay the law and put it on your lap how about that and we'll leave it there peace and black power to your family beloved we thank you guys so much for hanging out we thank you guys for listening this is real black content for podcast your brother vj i'm gonna get it with you guys later peace Authorities have just released photos of a beaten and branded Sherry Papini. The photos show the great lengths she took to inflict injuries on herself to bolster her elaborate lie that she was kidnapped and tortured by two Hispanic women. We're also seeing for the first time police interrogating Sherry with husband Keith by her side. She denied the kidnapping hoax, even though police told her they had DNA evidence that showed she'd been hiding out with her ex-boyfriend, James Reyes. Talking to other guys that has got me here. <laughs> mm-hmm. my Sherry's husband is now breaking his silence. The events have been shocking and devastating, Keith Papini says. My current focus is on moving on and doing everything I can to provide my two children with as normal, healthy, and happy of a life as possible. Sherry's sister is also denouncing her. My sister is deeply disturbed. Sadly, despite what she has expressed to the media, she feels no remorse or guilt for the untold damage she has caused. Before her sentencing on Monday, Sherry asked the court for leniency, but the judge sentenced her to 18 months in prison, double what prosecutors asked for. Shasta County Sheriff Michael Johnson. My personal feelings are, I think that she still got off pretty easy. Papini's ex-boyfriend wasn't charged. Sherry Papini also agreed to pay $300,000, part of which will cover the cost of the investment.